Howdy folks and welcome to the Dead Pit Revival Podcast. I am the Creepy Kentuckian. We wanted to thank you guys for checking out the podcast audio. If you like what you hear on this show, please consider checking us out on Patreon, deadpitonpatreon.com. Thousands of hours of horror talk content. The entire library of the Dead Pit radio shows from 2005 onwards. Fan commentaries. Euro Cult Podcast, all of the midweek slash MySpace shows, and more, including a weekly podcast guaranteed every week. It's Patreon's MWO Podcast. Tons of stuff on Patreon. So if you like what you hear on this show, consider starting on Patreon with us. The tiers are only $1, and they go all the way up to the baller and shot collar tier. They get you everything, plus you get to request content from the Creepy Kentuckian and Uncle Bill, show topics, whatever you want to do. You know, reviews, show topics, all that good stuff. So, thank you guys once again, and enjoy the show. Keep it creepy. everybody how are you guys doing tonight it's the finale for may of the dead once again it's may the 31st and it's time to do one of these shows how you guys doing doing good man how are you guys doing hoping my internet like hangs in there we'll see what happens i've got faith in it i hope so you've cussed out the intermountain cable people enough they should they should be scared of you by now uncle bill i have i don't think they care So we got a packed crowd in here already. We appreciate you guys coming by. Um, it's going to be a fun show because last year, and that became one of our more popular shows last year, was the best zombie movies of all time. And that's kind of a elite list. It's not a very long list, but worst zombie movies of all time. I mean, we could almost do this show for years. I'm thinking <laughs> that goes on. That goes on forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just turned it on Tubi and just typed in the word, like, zombie, just to see what was on there. Man, there's literally hundreds of, like, independent zombie movies that I'm sure would probably be worse than anything we would have on these lists. But I'll be damned if I would ever sit through them. I mean, we're talking about stuff that looks like it was made for about, you know, $5,000, $10,000, something like that. So, I don't know if there can be a definitive list like this. But these are ones that like are so to me that are so bad that they're just bad. Like I got no enjoyment out of watching them. They weren't like good on a bad level or anything like that. Like it was just torture to sit through. Like that's what my list. I, of. 
I kind of agree with you because I, I typed in as well on like streaming. I just put zombie because I wasn't sure, you know, what I was going to pick. I had like five in my head that I knew were definitely going to be on here. But I think when I started to see all the stuff pop up, I'm like, man, I haven't watched any of this. So I think it's just one of those things that if I've watched it, if I own it, I watched it once and then never watched it again. And obviously, you know, I've been hesitant about putting on these lesser known zombie movies just to the idea that I'm probably never going to watch them again. So it'll be interesting to see what you guys bring up and the chat, because um, I think I'm missing out on a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to zombies. Oh, my list in particular, like, and I, I think if you're missing out. Garrett, but... Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> like These are movies that you obviously just want to watch the one time. And you're like, damn, I'm fucking, I'm done now. I'm never watching this again. So a lot of these on this list tonight that I've got. Now, there's a couple that's got some fun stuff in it, and we'll talk about that, too, because I know one in particular that I watched about 30 minutes of. That's about all I could take, but it's a Bruno Mattei movie that Uncle Bill, you guys need to cover. It's on YouTube. You're doing the, you know, the Tour of Italy sh series of shows coming up for uh, June, I think, yeah. or maybe throughout the rest of the summer so this is one that you'll definitely want to check out and we already have 100 people in here so thank you guys uh for tuning in live with us we've got wet movie one in the house of view with drew this is a simulcast tonight by the way on born to be rad and dead pit so <laughs> i gotta watch my language quite a bit <laughs> nah I'm not monetized. You can say whatever you want now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the John Doe Juggalo is in here, man. I like that. I like that name. Our good friend uh, and one of the stars of Cabin Fever. I mean, maybe we can get him on. Giuseppe Andrews is in the house. Ooh, Obviously, yeah. the, the worst zombie movie of all time is 31. No, Three from Hell is probably my least favorite. <laughs> I'm, I at least made it through three from hell. I didn't never have made it through 31. 31 was a little rough. That was a little rough. Um, Jason Warner, Brent Madison, LA Jewel, Cable, Channel 11, Scratch Boino, Adrian James, Dying Breed, The Mayor, Jason Guy. What is going on, sir? Yo. Waldo, where's he at? TJ Frizzy. <laughs> Carlos, what's up, hey, man? Carlos. Cable Channel 11, Cardboard Enthusiast. Yeah, he's our boy. Uh, Stuntman Mark Anthony Luzzy, what is up? Let's Stop, talk man. Resident Evil. Jason Byers, Ben Davis, the mate. Gaming Hunter. I'm saying some of these names. Killer Pizza, Manic Exorcism, Jay Board of 20. Blu-ray Attic. We got a packed crowd in here. Dark Light Entertainment. Justin Marino. Brian goes blue. Everybody is excited. Crash 517. <laughs> about <laughs> bad zombie movies. These are the worst zombie movies of all time, or at least the first in a 10-part series. We're going to do like Dana and TJ. Uh, we're gonna no, I'm not going to be on here for four hours, buddy. I'm sorry. I <laughs> 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 doing that. <laughs> So, uh, Texas is in the house as well. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. And I think the rules that we're going to do for tonight, it, and you know, we're not that strict on rules, but we're going to try to pick five a piece and have a backup or two in case, you know, 
some of the movies repeat. Dick Fitzwell is in here, man. What is up? Uh, real quick, though. Carta's in here. So, Carta, you dickwit. You are going to do one of these upcoming Tour of Italy shows. I just want you to know, like, right now. So, you need to figure out, like, which one you're going to do. Because you're going to be the co-host on one of them. Just keep that in mind. I want to do the Claudio Fragrasso episode. You got to do that, yeah. There's so <laughs> many. There's so many, like, awful movies there. All right, but yes. <laughs> God, Garrett blinked twice. If you're okay, <laughs> he's, okay. Yeah. he's more than okay. He's fine. I'm all right. I'm all right. We haven't done anything yet. <laughs> PJ, he's yeah, he's slowing down a little bit. The last stream with Dana was under four hours. That's good. So congratulations, sir. I was telling Dana the other night. I think by the time the end of those monster streams come along it would be actually less time to watch the entire series than check out all those streams. What do you think? I agree. <laughs> I don't think I've, I think I've watched a couple of episodes of monsters, but I don't recall one of them at all. I don't remember one episode. No, I don't, I don't know. I remember the intro and that's it. Like I have no, no recollection of anything after that. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and get this show on the road. Worst zombie movies of all time. Uncle Bill, we're going to kick it off with you, pal. Well, let's get this out of the way then real quick, because this was one of the most disappointing experiences that I have ever had watching a film, let alone like a zombie film. And I remember what made it even worse is fucking Slippy was like trying to hardcore sell this movie for like ever just being like, oh, it's it's got all these civil war elements in it, and there's shit in it that's you're not understanding it. Yeah, yeah I I understood it. I understood how yeah. shitty it was, and that is Romero's Survival of the Dead. Like <laughs> I, like I've watched that movie one time, and I yep. will never watch that movie again. I don't care. Like if there if somebody requested on the show, I would probably just. Like turn on the background and do a crossword puzzle rather than watch that fucking movie again. It's to sum it up from what I can remember, it's the story of like an Irish colony that lives on this island that like keep zombies, and one of them believes that you should keep zombies, and one of them doesn't believe that you should keep zombies, and then there's like this Hatfield and McCoy kind of feud about it and then there's a zombie riding a horse and then there's a horse zombie and then there's like visual effects from like microsoft 99 and it's just boring. one one of the yes and it's like over isn't it over two hours long if it's not then it feels like it is um like it i feel like it's one of the longest of that type of film. This is 90 minutes. So it's just one of those movies. that seems way longer than it actually is. I must've watched the extended cut. <laughs> now, I, I really get those confused now. Like which one's the last one, that or diary? This one, that, is the that's last the last one. one. Oh, that's the last one. I watched yeah. them only once each. And I really just remember they were more like, you know, first person, like that's the only thing I can really remember about them. 
Brian goes, look, and I agree with this. I mean, we both kind of shit on Diary of the Dead when it came out, but Survival of the Dead makes Diary look like it's Oscar gold. <laughs> I think uh, what made it so much worse, though, like why like I picked this film was because it's a Romero film. Like if it had just been anybody else, then you would have just let them off, like, you know, because there's, it's just an awful, like, low-budget zombie movie, right? But to make a for Romero to make and this is his last film and you talk about like a turd for your life it's just everything about it is sad man that this was his last movie now really can't give these things away these were a dollar at Dollar Tree for years um I can't remember where I didn't get this at Dollar Tree I think I got it used somewhere or something but like Uncle Bill said we got this I think we got an early screener of this we watched it the one time I bought it for whatever reason. I've never rewatched it. I was dreading. I think Carta originally picked us to do a commentary over this one, which thankfully he changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause even he realized like that would just be boring as hell um, and it would. But man, I agree with you. I mean, it's, and Romero's got fan base that will blindly support anything that he did and this this is a clear example of that if people can find something to like out of this movie man you're a hardcore romero fan that's all i'm gonna say i was thinking though like because i went back and forth with this and diary and then i thought there's really no comparison like at least with diary it felt like the pacing was a little bit better and like there was a couple of things in it that i could actually like get like i could remember but with survival, it's like I just remember being incredibly bored and just like thinking, this is like a really bad World War II movie or something. Like just the pacing of it is so slow. And there's just it's like a overly dramatic kind of um set piece. And I I don't know. I can't I can't not recommend this movie enough. Yeah, with um with Diary of the Dead, I mean, it was not very good. But there were I, when I watched the two, there were a couple of tweaks you could do here and there that would have vastly improved it. It was a it was a good idea for a movie. So there was some stuff in it that would have worked had they changed a couple things around. This one right here, they needed to set fire to it. They ain't <laughs> no fixing it. No, there, you should have just scrapped that entire idea and just go and start completely over. Cause it could have been a tax write off or something. I guarantee yeah. you Batgirl's 10 times better than survival of the dead. Yep. Now I'm curious. Why was slippy pushing it so hard? Like was, did he He's have like full uh, of shit? He just, he was just pushing everything that Romero was doing. Like, I'm sure he had, he had his own reasons. I just can't remember what they were like. Did he do but, any features on it or anything? Like, I think he did. I think he worked on it. Like he worked on those last, he was either on set or like behind the scenes of those last two movies I know. And he yeah. actually starting with land of the dead. He was. So I think that had a lot to do with it, but there's, you'll never convince me. I don't give a shit who it is that, that either one of those movies is any good. Well, if you look on lists online, like the worst zombie movies, this is on all, about all of them. So, you know, you can support Romero all you want to. I love Romero and everything, but man, you got to tell the truth sometimes. And this is a real turd. And unfortunately it was George's last movie, man. That's the thing that sucks. Yeah. 
for sure. I mean, we almost fun. had to rewatch that one last year. I, I had that in my pile of rewatches, and because I had only seen it that once when it first came out on Blu-ray or whatever it was, and we were gonna do that Final Four show, and I had it in a stack. But after we decided to cancel it, I, I didn't watch it. So yeah. So, um, Garrett, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah. When we we decided to do this stream, one of the first things that came to my mind was just uh, a movie that came out. I think probably in the early 2000s and i can remember watching it and uh just being like what the hell is this piece of crap and it was i guess it was based on a game or something but i don't know and it was called house oh, of the God. dead <laughs> i actually got that on mine uh, it was so bad it was like almost laughable like there was this there's this one scene in this where the zombie's chasing the girl and he jumps and like lands but you actually see like the catapult like that he steps on and like it flings him in the air like you see it in the woods because it's got like a blinking light for him to stand step on because he's running through the dark so you see it and it like shoots him up in the air and i always thought this was just hot garbage like i didn't really get it like i wasn't sure if it was trying to be funny or not because it was so bad but then i don't know if you remember this and i I bought this just out of the sake of like, what the hell is this? Is that they re-released it again in like a comedy version where they actually take the movie and like make it a comedy? I remember there's a part of it. I don't know if it's that version or not. There was something where I remember like Uwe Boll, like he gets tied up and gets forced to watch his own movie. I don't know if that was in that one. Yeah, I don't remember, like. If that was a special um, feature in the other one, but like be, I remember that. <laughs> to be quite honest, I haven't seen this in, a, in probably since then. But talking about it now, like I really do want to go back and revisit it, just because it was like I just remember being like, "What the hell was this that I bought?" And then this thing, I I want to rewatch again because I don't really understand what the gimmick was here. Like it's the same movie, but they added like all this stuff in it, like to make it a comedy. But it says on the top director's cut, so. I don't know if it was like on purpose or if it was kind of laughing at itself on how bad this ended up turning that's out. That's it. That if that's the one that says director's cut, that's the one like where basically Direct- all cut. they added was like Uwe Boll being like in the beginning tied up to a chair and forced to watch like <laughs> pretend forced to watch like the original House of the Dead. <laughs> like, it just was, like- and it says on it, you'll die laughing, and it says funny version like down here like <laughs> i don't get it well what? there was uh supposed to be a horror movie and all of a sudden it's coming out like a funny version like i've never seen that before in my had life. a sequel as well right did it have Out- one it may have house of the dead 2 yes it did it was ellie awful. cornell was the only one that reprised her role in it and she like they cut her legs off for something in the first movie so in this one She's like a badass action star with no legs in a fucking wheelchair oh. or something, right? There is a house that I'm gonna have to track it down then, maybe because I had no idea there was even a sequel to this movie. Listen, Ellie yeah. Cornell in those movies and everything she was doing around that time, it's like she had amnesia about how to act. It's like she just wandered on the set and was like, I have no idea what I'm doing now. And she was like the worst actress in those movies, man. And she was good in Halloween 4, I thought. So it's like, I don't know what happened. Like in the time period leading up to those movies, but she just forgot everything she knew about acting. Scratch <laughs> Bueno says, "Watch out, Uva Bowl might challenge you guys in the ring." Well, <laughs> I challenged Uva Bowl a long ass time ago. Cheap plug here, and you can check it out on the end of the pit DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it on, now on Patreon, Deadpit on Patreon.com. Uva Bowl is on that fucker. Do you guys remember though? I don't know if you remember this, Garrett. The opening of that movie 
is like a video game and it has parts in it almost like matrix style like shit where but it like switches to like a video game yeah because the video game was really yeah. hot at the time it was like i can never play it in the arcade it was like a shooter or whatever and that's and it was supposed to take the game and make it like really scary and all this stuff and it just and i don't know if this came out around like the resident evil time um but there was another movie that came out around this time too that i i don't even think it i think it's a slasher club dread remember that it was like a weird like uh, horror but uh, it was a comedy kind yeah, of yeah like, broken lizards it. club dread yeah yeah like i don't remember if it was what it was but i can remember it all kind of came out around the same time it was just a weird era sticky uh, fingers was in house of the dead too I don't am remember i crazy that. or was bill paxton not in that fucking movie is like parrot pete or something like that what house of the dead too no no club dread uh, uh, I think he was. I remember they had those like this, bit, yeah, like there was like the party or whatever. That... He was like Jimmy Buffett. That's basically <laughs> what he was like portraying. They called him Parrot Pete. <laughs> I wonder if I, I think I that was actually one. the best part of that movie. Really, that's funny. I'm curious to think if I have Coconut Pete. Right okay, Coconut, Coconut Pete. Pete, man, get it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, scratch. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, yeah, continuing on though, anything Uva Bowl, like he did House of the Dead movies and then Alone in the Dark. Was that a zombie movie too? I can't remember. I don't remember what it was. Alone in the Dark? No, it was, uh, I don't know what that was. I always, it was, I was, it, was I, it wasn't, it wasn't like the original <laughs> one was there. It was real uh, trashy. All right. So, Got to do this, got to do this one right off the bat, because this is one that I had not seen before. I had heard, right? This is the final movie from Vincent Dawn, a.k.a. Bruno Mattei, and it is on YouTube. I think it's a condensed version on YouTube. This one is, Severin brought this out through Intervision. I think it's out of print now, but Zombies, The Beginning Nice, nice cover. Yeah, how you like that? That's an original <laughs> yeah, cover yeah. there, right? This, <laughs> this is, I mean, he hadn't lost a step, man. Bruno Mattei still had it uh, with this one. <laughs> he really did from what I've seen of him. He yeah. really did, like, oh. from the get-go. So, he shot this one in the Philippines, Uncle Bill. It was the cheapest way for him to make movies in 2000 he did a couple of movies i think he did one called island of the dead in 2000 two, two movies in 2007 island of the dead and then uh zombies the beginning this is one where um pretty much from the beginning you're like what in the hell am i watching much like cruel jaws there's a philippine lady that has flashbacks of her self being attacked and everything and there are a couple of zombies in it but as i'm watching this movie is 95 minutes long which is four hours long in bruno Mate time um, <laughs> and then I, i'm watching it and then i i start hearing this familiar music and i'm like what in the hell is this so there, I think it's where like SWAT team or something is going to the island to see if they can find the zombies and everything. And then Goldberg's WCW <laughs> theme music starts playing on it. Right? And I'm like, 
He hadn't <laughs> lost a step, boys. He was 75 years old. Unfortunately, this was his last movie. There was something else in this, too, that I looked up that he used stock footage from Crimson Tide <laughs> in this. And in one particular scene, you can see Vigo Mortens. <laughs> what? That guy. What year did that come? Did he make that? 2007. It was his final movie. Oh. So- so he definitely took Goldberg's music without question. Yes. It's not like he just yeah. found No. <laughs> because even if that was like a generic song, it was at that point in time, it would be considered just Goldberg's name. <laughs> I really want to get, I think Island of Living Dead's out of print as well. But this movie though, it looks like dog shit too. Like that's the funny thing. Cause you watch it on YouTube and you're like, oh, they've just, you know listen it's a bad upload or whatever else and i stuck this dvd in and i was like hell it looks exactly the same as the youtube (laughs) it looks like an info it's filmed like an infomercial from 1989 that's what it looked like i'm not even gonna lie though like i have yet to see and i've been watching these movies for, for this upcoming show i've yet to see a bruno Mattei film that i didn't find to be entertaining in some way or another whether it be just like he stole a bunch of shit and that was entertaining or the special effects or how cheap it was or the storyline. I mean, hell man, at the end of rats, Night of terror, like, well, you just have to see it. Like if you've never seen the ending of that movie, you need to go watch that movie right now. And just, I'm telling you, honestly, like with this one though, I don't know how much of this one you watched considering when it was made 2007, who it was made by. It was the long-awaited return of Vincent Dawn. Unfortunately, the idea was they were going to do a new trilogy of zombie movies. He didn't get to make the third one. But man, for like his style and everything, this, this is great. If you like bad movies, uh, generic, like just shit that makes no sense at all, and just random stuff popping up like Goldberg's theme music and Viggo Mortensen and stuff like that. I mean, it just doesn't, it, it gets no better than... Well, it gets no worse than Zombies the Beginning. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Check it out, you guys. That's funny. Got 156 people in here already, so. One time, right up your butt. All right. So I'm going to go next, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's just get these out of the way. Let's just go ahead and get these out of the way, too. Um. There was two of these movies made. There's no way to like pick. They're both equally shitty. Um, they're awful in almost every way. Um, and it's really a disgrace to the the original three films before these. Oh, you know, Return of Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, and Necropolis. I've got them ready, boys. It was on my list too. I've got them both. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, let me just real quick, I'm going to break down to you because I had to go back and watch this movie. Oh, God. The plot of Rave to the Grave, okay? So, the fucking plot of this movie is basically that, just to like summarize it really quickly, this guy gets a bunch of the, the trioxin and ends up selling it at a rave as like a club drug and everybody that, he, that takes it turns into fucking zombies and they're raving to the grave 
Well, that was the fifth hence, one, though. Hence the yeah, I'm not talking about Necropolis. I'm talking about Rave to the Grave. Well, right we got to talk about them both. I mean, hell. Well, I watched yeah. Rave to the Grave. I ain't fucking watching both the movies. No. You can well, talk I about Necropolis. So I didn't, wa- didn't re watch them, but to give you a little bit of a backstory on these movies, because me and Uncle Bill were hopped up about the Return of the Living Dead sequels because they were like, there was an article in Fangoria about them that they had filmed these uh, movies in Chernobyl, um, you know, the, the toxic wasteland yeah. or radioactive wasteland or whatever you want to call it. So I'm like, Oh, that's interesting because even if you look today at like, you know, Google earth fucking Chernobyl and you're like, Oh damn, well, that's, that's rough. That looks like a, I mean, it, it pretty much is, you know, um, wasteland for sure real life but i think the whole story this is the last barrels of the trucks and is in chernobyl and peter coyote bulls could you believe that he starred in both of these movies he's kind of a known actor i mean he's yeah i don't know if he really starred in a whole lot of movies other than these but he was a good character actor and was in a lot of stuff back in the day that's true um, but he plays evil Peter, the doctor. That's what I want to call him. Evil Peter who uses the <laughs> trucks and, and all that to do dastardly things. We'll just say that. I, both these movies were made for the sci-fi channel. I remember that cause that's like how we, we watched them. I think in the beginning when they first came out and I was just in awe of how shitty they were. Like I shouldn't have been because that was when sci-fi was really at its peak of like you know making really low budget just crappy visual effects like were awful kind of style movies and i don't know like even even for their like awful stuff like this was this was bad he was in et he was one of the wasn't he one of the scientists in et or something like that He was in something else, too. I can't think of what He's been in all kinds of shit. Yeah. You have any memories, though, uh, Garrett, of the Return of the Living Dead 4 and 5? Sort of. Um, I did do a big (laughs) rewatch of them, like, when they came out on DVD. I still have mine in the other room over there. I just forgot to bring them. I can go get them. We can take a nice, uh, they can take a nice screenshot of us all holding both of them up. If you want to. Uncle Bill don't have them all. Oh, you don't have, you don't no, I don't. I don't own any of these movies. Uh, uh, so somebody was on there like, "Oh, everybody's got a copy of these shitty movies." Is, that is I don't to the grave? Does it take place at all on a beach? At, at parts? Is there like a or no? I, it's been a long time since I've since I've watched them. Um, to be honest, I believe it doesn't say anything about a beach, but it could. There is a rave that I believe. It's part of that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was. It's been. I probably haven't seen those in like. Man, I was still living in my condo when I watched them all. It was probably 2010, maybe. We interviewed. Uh, uh, he did. Yeah, we I interviewed about him that. about that. Bill Butler about because I was like, "What happened with that?" And he said that was one of those scripts that they just like. It was originally one thing, and they completely changed it. So I think that happens a lot in Hollywood, but. These were both released by Lionsgate. This is when Lionsgate was obviously releasing anything. But <laughs> on the the name itself, though, sells this because people mm-hmm. are like, oh, hell, man, Return of the Living Dead. And I don't know how easy it is to find these now, but this does seem like it's something probably per- pretty easy. Perfect for severing. 
I can see Severin releasing it. Terror Vision, maybe Vinegar Syndrome would release it. Well, I mean, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if freaking Scream Factory releases those because number one, they did the first two. And number two, they can release Creep Show 3 out of name value. Then I could see them putting those two out just to, for the idea of be like, oh, well, here's the other ones, you know. Um, but speaking, speaking of which, at some point, the Doodleson connection might, <laughs> might come into this. I'm pretty sure from one of us it's going to. Hey, Doodleson. Oh, God. Also, before we go on to something else, uh, another interesting fact about Return of the Living Dead Rave to the Grave is the producers of the movie back in 2015 attempted to sell the film, all the rights and everything of the movie on eBay. <laughs> Nobody bought it. Nobody oh. bought it. Oh. Bidding started at $50,000. That is sad. Yeah. And there's still an archived version of that auction up. Yeah, nobody ever bought it. Uh, if you want to go back on archive.org. That's too funny. Check it out. So, Listen, buddy. God it's just $50,000. Come on. Let me tell you something, son. Something you don't know about me is that one of my favorite things in this life, and I don't have many things to entertain me, is banning little dickheads like you. And Who? that's exactly what's going to happen. What right did I now. miss? I don't see anything. Do you? I don't know. What is it? Oh, you're going to go bye-bye. Oh, Peter oh. North. I think he's got a crush on Uncle Bill. I didn't even see him say anything. Yeah, well, he did. He ain't saying nothing else. Though, his <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben. I missed it. I, I totally missed that one. I did too. So, um, yeah, I mean, Return Limited 4 and 5, both of those are real, real turds. Uh, somebody mentioned the... Uh, there is scenes in it where Tar Man is hitchhiking as well. <laughs> that uh, would be, I don't remember that at all. Yes, but, uh, it's in there in the in the fifth one, I think. Um so yeah, uh, we're continuing on here. Um uh, what you got, Gary? Um I'll throw this one up there just because I remember when I got it, I was actually kind of excited and I just remember how freaking terrible it was. Oh God! Night of the Living Dead 3D. Sid Haig. Um, and it's still have, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's shitty like my... red and blue 3D. <laughs> Hell yeah! There you go. <laughs> That's right, dude. You know what's weird? And I don't know if why, dude. Look at all the freaking glasses I got. I got one, two, three. Oh, I must have came with four pairs then. Do you really want to find that many people to watch that movie with? No, <laughs> uh, you can't. That, that's more people than ever watched the movie. I think. Dude, this movie was not good. Not good at all. I mean, the 3D aspect was kind of a cool idea back then because that was kind of like the hot thing, but they never really worked uh, anyway. But I don't know. No good. I saw it one time. I really don't remember anything at all about it. I've got it somewhere. Um, Yeah, the Sid Haig was the big selling point for yeah. it. And who was the director of that? Because at this point, this is like Sid Haig was like really getting. Yeah. This was like after the Rob Zombie thing. This was 2006, um, and it also says here if you if you want extra glasses, you can purchase them at www.nightlivingdead3d.com. <laughs> Try that site now. See if it still works. <laughs> uh, 
me see. I remember that's one movie that had a ton of hype, and that was like in the early, early Dead Pit Radio days when we were doing the show and we were talking about this movie almost every week um, because it was supposed to be a true sequel yep. to the original Night of the Living Dead. That's what they were saying, but yeah. Mm. doesn't even say. He don't want to. He don't want to put his name on it. Probably not. Was it Vincent Dawn? Oh, says Lux dude. Digital Pictures and Midnight Movies, a production of the Horror Works and Jeff Broadstreet movie Night of Living Dead 3D, starring. It's got all the cast. I think it may have been Jeff Broadstreet. That name sounds familiar. It does, yeah. Um, they did a sequel to this movie too. I mean, I I bought it Dollar Tree a couple of years ago. Yep. I never have watched it. It is Broad Street, yep. Directed and produced. It says it right at the end. Yeah. Lionsgate put it out. I know that I wrote the sequel down here because I've never seen it and I probably will never watch it, but Jeffrey Combs is in it. Uh and it's a playoff of Reanimator. I think it's Not a Living Dead 3D reanimation from 2012. Does sound like that'd be good, Uncle Bill. No, oh, isn't it? It's animated though, isn't it? No, it's live action. Is it? It was just a play off of yeah. the reanimator. I think the cover was even a play off of reanimator. Oh, Andrew, I want to get. I got to get it. Andrew Devoff is in it as well. So, um, yeah, continuing on here, and we do have some new people popping in. Uh, Money saving with Mimi is in the house. What up? Blu-ray attic. Yeah, he mentioned that Jeff Broadstreet was the director. Uh, Phantasmat says, "Got a comment is that? Hey Garrett, what? didn't that movie have an actress in it with really cold looking nipples?" <laughs> <laughs> Max Underdog. Could have yeah. been. I don't see her on the back. So Garrett uh, Tabato Vision says that you're thinking a knot of the animated dead. Oh, How could you get those confused at all? I mean, what the hell, man? Yeah, really. I do want the reanimator one though. Must be that was probably killer. Next one up on the pile without me moving anything or anything, it goes right with what you were talking about, Garrett. Because we've done some ranting and raving about this movie before. I know what this is. Here it comes again, boys. Because in 1998, John Russo's is a piece of trash, too. By the way, I wanted to <laughs> mention that. Not a fan of this guy at all. He sells canceled checks signed by George Romero. How trashy is that, Uncle Bill? I hate that. Like I, I don't understand people that that do shit like that. Do you need money that bad? And do you need money that bad to make Not a Living Dead the thirtieth anniversary edition? Uh, Anchor Bay Entertainment were they were somehow talked into releasing this thing. This is one of the biggest atrocities ever committed to film and one of like <laughs> it's time <laughs> no, Tom. like i couldn't believe it when we watched it so th in this movie essentially all they do is they take night of living dead and they film it all over they, sh they shit on its corpse no they filmed new scenes present day like i guess 98 would have been present day and they intersplice that with the movie, but they cut out like large portions of the actual, like not a living dead to put in the new port. Like they don't just like put something in and then leave you, you know, the, that part of the original movie that they just cut to. No, no, no. 
they put something wholly new in and just cut like 20 minutes later in the original Night of the Living Dead. And then that goes on for a little while. And then they put a new scene in. And then that goes on. And then they put a new It is... I, words can't really even describe how awful it is. Like, it's blasphemy, you, man. I yeah. mean, that's really what it is. Like, wh- and like some of the people reprise their role, and we're going to be talking about this guy again, Bill Hensman, who I have no problem with. Really, I, I never met him. I've never heard any bad stories about him or anything. But he's reprising the role in this as the <laughs> graveyard zombie. And dude, like thirty years had passed at this point. Hensman looked like somebody's papaw that they spray painted white. That's what he looked like. Yeah, like they had the spray paint that you use at like Halloween that they just kind of sprayed over his like, hair and stuff. It it was so awful. He looked like. Do you remember Shinja from uh, WWF back in the day? That <laughs> that uh, man. He was the manager of Hakushi. Yes, yeah, the guy that painted his face. That yeah. is what the graveyard zombie in this new one looked like. Um, so, I mean, they had a new beginning of the movie that kind of flowed in with the actual beginning where they tell the backstory of who the, the graveyard zombie was or whatever. Did anybody ever ask and want to know the history of the graveyard zombie? I, I know I didn't. What do you guys think? We, we talked about this on our anchor base show. I think this whole situation, no? Yeah. Because, dude, I've never seen that. Ever seen this. I don't own it. I don't... Because it was confusing back then when I was buying, like, oh, I've already got three copies of Night of the Living Dead. I don't need it. Like, I just assumed it was just another edition, just like we were getting with the Halloweens and stuff. I didn't realize that that thing was a whole... There, you can see a photo new, of him on the back. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was, a, that was a whole new, like, like take on the movie. Like, that's wild to me. And is that the only, the only time that was ever released was on that version? Yes. I think so, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I've got to try to hunt that down. You don't have extra ones of those, do you? You're going to have to reset your camera. There you go. Do Come something. on. Focus. Hey, yeah. Focus. Uh, man, like, you need to see it at least one time because it really is, like, astounding that they would even do it. Like, you know somebody had to watch it afterwards and approve it. I mean, I'm, like, I'm intrigued as hell by it, to be honest, I because I didn't even know it existed. So it's got Debbie Rashawn in it. Oh um, god. <laughs> and it's got like a bunch of people from like that would end up being like Fangoria and stuff like that or like around that time period. And they just filmed a bunch of new scenes. One of them's like a Satanist, like a minister kind of like role. minister. Yes, kind of like that. And then there's a new soundtrack that they put over top of it too if I remember like that's awful. That's at that time period kind of right. music. Yeah, totally new soundtrack throughout the entire movie, by the way, I think. Um Gary, you can probably you can probably get this pretty cheap now. Let let me um somebody else said this in let me go get you uh I'm gonna go get my what I have on DVD for Night of Living Dead and wonder if it's a if I have one of the reissues. Well, this is an anchor uh, bay one. Um okay. so he, he mentioned a reissue. I don't I've never seen it. I mean, I don't know if Anchor Bay did it or who did it, but it's not on. It's obviously not on the new Criterion or anything, right? They wouldn't put that edition no. out there. Okay, all right. That's a major no-no. You know what Criterion would say if uh, they were asked to to put that on there, Uncle Bill? Yeah, I do. I don't have it, but you know what? <laughs> Damn it! I was really waiting on that. You know what Steve does when he puts on Night of the Living Dead, the thirtieth anniversary edition? What's that? 
goes completely to sleep. Steve does. All right. The only things I have on Night of the Living Dead on DVD still is this thing. It was like a color version, which looks yeah, like I remember crap. That you know one. that one? Yeah. And then I have this thing. That's the 40th anniversary, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it does get confusing. Yeah, that's why it gets really confusing. Um, but no, this I well, I guess not. This is not Anchor Bay. So this is something that somebody else. This is uh, Dimension. Like, yeah, Dimension. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's kind of odd well, that you didn't pick this one up because, like I said, this is Anchor no. Bay. It's the only Anchor Bay Night of the Living Dead that they ever did. They never did the original cuts. And funny thing is, is you can't watch the original version on this. It's not hmm. on here. So, oh, like you man. said, the the idea that they'd actually present that to them to do and anchor bay is like yeah let's do it and no it was like a big piece of crap is like it's kind of funny to me yeah it's a gigantic have, turd we asked felsher about that at one point but i don't remember what he said he wanted to play nice with john russo and yeah. again he's like, like it's awesome i hope triple h sues the shit out of john russo that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that new book Russo. Ah. <laughs> oh so, um, what do you got next, Uncle Bill? Oh, yeah. This will be easy. Nobody see this one coming, I don't think. But my children <clears throat> and Savannah forced me to watch this movie so many times. It sounded like so. he was getting ready to preach or something when you said, my children. My children, nah. <laughs> Lord nah, has led me to this movie. And that movie is uh, Warm Bodies. Fuck that movie. <laughs> That's oh, a piece God. of shit. I've never seen it. <laughs> I, I saw I saw it one, I saw it one time and I didn't I didn't care for it, so I never let, watched it again. Let me let me just. I mean, that. I mean, I, I wouldn't let have said it was just, one of the worst movies ever me, made. I, it's one of the worst movies ever made to me. All right, <laughs> because I've had to sit through it. It's the love story of this little asshole zombie <laughs> that falls in love with this other like normal woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're it's all love to, story, this little asshole zombie baby. <laughs> we're all supposed to feel some sort of like sympathy or some simpy for him. I ain't got no simpy for him. I got every, no simpy. Every other like a red hoodie or something. That's all I Let me tell you something, you emotional zombie that's in one body, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna draw that line up in the sand. It's like it really is like Shaun of the Dead if it was combined with Twilight. That's oh exactly God. what it's like. And I hate that movie and I want it to stop. There'll probably be a sequel to it because that little shit was just in Renfield. So they'll probably have another Warm Bodies. They may have one already. I don't know. Rambo putting Warm Bodies over. That's a commentary, boys. You guys got to do that commentary. <laughs> I'd love to do that commentary. Have him explain that. Jack Frost heard that Warm Bodies is fantastic. Yeah. Better mm. than Dracula 3D, according to Rambo. <laughs> it's a he great turned, movie. Is this real? Did he turn back into a human because of the power? Yes. He, he, that's the, end, that's the end of the movie. Is he that turns, is the glory of love. That's how they figure out how to turn back. That's how shitty this movie is. They figured that that's how they turn back from zombies. The power of love. Wow. So they are literally zombies that will fight for your right <laughs> and your honor. I have a right. I will fight for your honor. Karate Kid 2, baby. Happy oh, baby. 
you've been dreaming of. Peter Cetera had the most distinct voice of anybody oh, yeah. ever. There's nobody that can sing like that. Warm Bodies just got a brand new 4K steelbook, Uncle Bill. Did you know that? Did it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God. And that little asshole's on the front, too. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't have a lot of the classics that we don't have in 4K, but fuck, we've got Warm Bodies in a 4K steelbook. Uh, yeah. I might as well just get this out now because people have been asking. <laughs> hey, somebody it. said I turned Warm Bodies off when I first saw it. <laughs> I wish I could have done that. <clears throat> oh God! I had that on my I had that on my list. That's yes, that is a definite. Oh my God! When I first saw this at the store, I was like, "What is this?" And I was all excited, and I bought it and I put it in. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> you were like that. that fake what happened song? here? Especially what is because this? it's like it literally has the same font, like. It's a it's so such a crazy rip. Anchor Bay put it out at that point. I'm like, it has to be legit, right? Gotta be good. Yeah, it was not good. No, I think this like, was the Doodleson. What right. is the Doodleson Clavin like connection here? Yeah, Anna Clavel and uh, yeah, uh, Glenn Ronnie James uh, Doodleson or whatever his name is. <laughs> the uh, yeah, they did this movie, and I think Creep Show Three was like back to back, so they had like a one-two punch there within a couple Scream. of year period. So you're saying Scream Factory might put out Contagion Day of the Dead too? It's I like you can put it right it. next to your other Day of the Dead that we did. I mean, honestly, I think if anything, like Contagion may be just a tad bit better than Creep Show Three. Not very much. I watched it one time. And that was enough. That was another questionable release from Anchor Bay Entertainment. They didn't have many back in the day, but that was definitely one of them. That, um, that's got to be one of the worst, just worst made. Because, you know, those two weren't really known for making great films or their ability to make, you know, motion pictures at all, really, as seen by Creepshow 3. And that movie is no exception. Like, there's scenes where stuff like, happens that you don't know why it's happening like there's there's shots where people it cuts to another shot with like no explanation whatsoever like what's going on so like nobody the editors didn't know what they were doing the the cinematographers didn't know what they were doing not to mention like the actors and the dialogue and shit in that movie mm -hmm. uh, the special effects from what i remember of it are awful i'm not sure though which one that i hate worse that one or bloodline now, Bloodline was the 2018 one. I never have that, seen that. How many Day of the Dead movies have they made? I have this over one there? over here. This isn't it, right? I've got that one, yeah. That's I, a Steve Miner one. Is that, that the 2018 one? I don't know. No, Steve Miner did that, that one. That was, the, killer. that was the one that was like years and years and years before it actually came out. You remember Uncle Bill? Because right when that was another one that right when we started the dead pit show that was in the news and everybody's excited because steve minor was directing it and i think isn't ving rames in it and they yes yeah it's kind of they're like oh it's loosely based on like dawn of the dead you know is it like a dawn of the dead sequel this is uh, nick cannon it's a and bub is the biggest part of it in bloodline so bub is oh, like bloodline this, let me go check yeah bub is like this um isn't he a vegetarian? He's zombie? like a vegetarian zombie, like that. He's like emo almost. That's basically what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't believe in uh, wearing leather shoes or leather pants or anything either. 
Um, the girl from American Pie is in it too. What was her name? The jeez, I can't, I can't recall. Which she one? Is, Tara the, Reed or the one that was kind of weird looking that had like she was real small and had the weird looking face. Oh, Mina Savari. Yeah, Mina. Yeah, Mina Safari or whatever they were. <laughs> I Safari. I don't think I have Bloodline. I didn't see it in there. Uh, that's another one man man. you gotta get that one gary i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on ebay trying to find all these bad zombie movies tonight the good thing is is most (laughs) of them should be crazy cheap oh my god but uh we were just talking about mina safari do you remember i heard you you said something about her you said you said the one with the weird face she's weird looking she's a weird looking she used to she was she used to come to my gym um really i don't know what yeah uh, I don't know why she was here. Oh, I think she was going to college like around here, like maybe going back to school. Something like that. Her, her yeah. uh, acting career didn't go any further after this Day of the Dead movie. No, she used to come in with a hood on. You couldn't see, you couldn't really see her face. She used to have a hoodie on. Did you ever go she, up to her back? It's you, Mina Safari. No. It's Mina Safari. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I didn't. You were in American Beauty. I'm almost positive that <laughs> that never happens to her either. Probably for that one movie, it does. I don't think it would ever happen to her. Especially now, because she really doesn't even look much like she did back then. She's just, you know, just an older, ugly looking (laughs) woman. Damn. She's not exact. Okay. She's not exactly ugly, but she's like got a weird. She does have a weird look. I think anybody would. Does Does she have a weird. Oh, weird. A weirder look than like Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton is some old woman, so I don't really care about her. I don't care how she looks. What about Anna Taylor Joy? Kind of looks like a some sort of like she's more attractive. She's more attractive than Anna Savari, but it's the same sort of thing. Yeah, they both have an odd. Damn, they don't. They look like there's something off there with them. Like their their eyeballs should be closer or further apart. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh shit i love mina safari though go on a uh, surfing safari with mina but um <laughs> who's next who's next i think you brother okay so we talk about italian zombie movies all the time you guys want to talk about some french zombie movies let's do not it. really i rewatched this one tonight <laughs> or most of it too. most of it and our our boy from France, the late great Jean Rolin. Right, I got to make sure I pronounce that correctly because I'm from Eastern Kentucky and it's expected of me, Uncle Bill. Jean Rolin did what a lot of people consider, and this is on the top of many lists online. So I was like, well, I don't even remember this. So I went back and rewatched it. Zombie Lake from 1981. <laughs> Uh, honestly like the only thing i could halfway remember from it was the opening scene and that the zombies looked like the jolly green giant (laughs) in it they're bright like a lime green color you know that makeup you get when you're a kid to like make you look like frankenstein Ah! that's what that's what it looks like there's bad stuff in there what you got in there garrett there's like a do you have like the little sleeve and the booklet and all that stuff these pictures oh, I thought rated. you found a joint or something from the no, those, from between. Well, yeah, there is there is some uh, boobala goodness. 
And, <laughs> this ain't rated G in here. <laughs> there is like John Rowland, for people that don't know, he is the uh, director of many sex movies from back in the day too. So that's kind of thrown in here as well. Uh, pretty much from the opening scene where lovely French lady is going swimming nude in the lake. And there are very close up shots. You can see everything that she has to offer. She winks at you. I just thought of a killer name for a movie, by the way. What? The French hate the living. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, uh, but the opening, hey, the one thing that I'll say about this too, I think this is, did somebody do a Blu-ray of this, like Kino or something? But, I don't know. It looks like something Kino would do. So, honestly, though, like the the look of the movie, the cinematography and everything is actually pretty damn good, especially for a movie this bad. So, I don't know exactly where they shot it at, you know, somewhere in France, evidently. But, like, some of the, you know, atmosphere created in it, I mean, there is something to that. But other than that, man, there's not much else to this movie. I mean, lovely ladies. Uh, there's a lot of nudity in it and total nudity, full frontal and uh, full rear. So um, what do you guys remember about uh, Zombie Lake? Uh, I just remember watching it one time and say, I'll never watch this again. And then I never watched, <laughs> I never watched it again. <laughs> so I don't, I, remember. I don't remember. It's been a real long time. I remember it being boring as all shades of hell. That's what I remember. I had it on VHS and completely forgot that, but yeah. You didn't even uh, like when she showed her butthole in it? Uh, no, I didn't like anything about the movie in particular that I can remember. But that's really the only thing I remember about it. It was just being bored to tears. And it's it's not a long movie either. It's like a hundred and or it's like an hour and twenty minutes. And like, I literally had a hard time getting through 40 minutes, half of it through 40 minutes of it. So like, there's a couple of zombie scenes in the beginning, and then it's like a whole lot of nothing for like 30 minutes. And the gore sequences in this are kind of hilarious too. Um, like there's a scene where a zombie, you know, uh, rips at this girl's throat, you know, bites her throat and everything, but basically he just spits blood on her throat and it's like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the, the zombies in this are all ridiculous looking too. They're Nazi zombies. So this may be one of the early Nazi zombie movies. Mm. Gary, what are your thoughts about Nazi zombie films? I don't really watch them really. I mean, I have those, that other one, what is it dead snow is that was that the ones that that were really popular that recent dead yeah, snow and dead them, snow too yeah i thought it was all right but i mean i don't really watch them too much to be honest i like i said watching all these and, and looking through all my stuff and i'm like i don't really i i'll do the zombie stuff but i feel like i watch it once and then i never really watch it again except for like a handful of the classics that i that i will watch over and over again but a lot of those have become just one-offs for me yeah the zombie makeup is terrible uh, Shockwaves is another one that was a zombie, a Nazi zombie movie. Yeah. I can't remember what yep. year that one was 77 or so. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was before Zombie Lake. So, um, this is one too that around the time like this DVD came out, which I think it was like the early 2000s, we were just randomly buying all this European horror stuff. 
and I had no idea what I was in store for. And just recently was the second time I ever watched it. So that should tell mm-hmm. you something. 20 years later. Somebody brought up um, Overlord. Uh, I had gotten recommended that from a girl that I know, and I bought it on Black Friday for like $2, but I haven't even opened it yet. And people say it's actually really good. So I don't know if you guys have seen it. Never no. seen that one. No. Zombievers. I have that. I have Zombievers. That may be next year or something. Because like I said, with these movies, man, there is so many bad zombie movies that literally you could go on, you could do like a 10-part show. Easy. For, for I'm real. Like, I'm seeing ones come through here that I'm like, oh yeah, I have that. Yeah. Like Automation Transfusion. Like I have yeah. that. Uh, I didn't even think about it. Fado. Uh, zombie <laughs> zombie Fado. Diary. Zombie oh. Diaries. I have Fido. Yeah, these are all ones that I have, and I'm like, you know what? I forgot all about these. Um, so we could definitely do another part of this. But I did see somebody bring up uh, Toxic Zombies, which I actually like that movie. Believe it or not, it's bad, but uh, it was it was fun. And I, they just came out with like a nice 4K or Blu-ray or something. I just got with that. Is it Toxic Shock Zombies? Is that the name of it? No, well, no, Toxic Zombies, but it also has another name too. I don't remember what. It would be called. I just got a brand new edition for it. The only thing I was pissed about, though, is I have the DVD, and then I bought this new edition, and it's all just subtitled. There's no dub, and you know I don't like that. So I was kind of disappointed that I had shelled out the money for this thing, and now, now it it just doesn't have the dubs like the DVD did. So, Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, TJ's mentioned one that I thought about bringing it in here, but I totally don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. There's another Night of the Zombies from '81 with Nazi zombies, and that was directed by um Joel M. Reed, who did uh, that was the last movie he ever directed. Uh, who did uh, fuck, what was the name of it? Blood Sucking Freaks, yeah. Oh, Blood Eaters, thanks, Scratch. That's what it was called, the other name, yeah. So, what do you got, Uncle Bill? Well, I've only got one left. Oh, no. And uh, I don't know why that I picked this one, considering there's like a million other movies that probably deserve this more. But this was just a movie that I remember watching and absolutely just fucking hating. And some people might like this movie. I don't know, because this guy, he's got somewhat of a fan base. But I, I, I think we watched this together. I don't know if you remember it. Do you remember The Dead Hate the Living? Kind of. So it's just an independent. It's a, one of a million that I could have picked out of a hat of these independent kind of zombie movies. And I believe this was released by Full Moon. Like, I think that's who actually got the rights to it. And it's just a really shitty independent zombie film from i believe the late 80s early 90s um and there was like a million of those that came out around that time and i could have picked any one but for some reason this one just stuck with me because it's like a shot on video kind of film like that it's awful our buddy uh dave parker was the guy that directed (laughs) this who went on to do a lot of really good shit um including the hills run red which is I think a modern, mm. you know, slasher classic for sure. So, yeah. but yeah, he was crazy young when he made this one. This was like what, 94, 93, 94. Uh, hold on. I can check. 
I want to say it was like 90, but I don't know. Uh, this was made in, no, 2000. This was 2000. Holy shit. Okay. So it yeah. wasn't, well, that was still 23 years ago. Um, so I don't really remember it. I remember it's like very cheaply done. The lighting is bad in it. Um, I think it's got some good gore sequences or am I thinking of something else? Uh, he tried. There's a lot of like really bad, like visual effects and stuff like that in this, in this movie too. You might be thinking like book Walter stuff, which I actually like a lot of people hate that stuff, like the dead next door, but it has a lot of really good, like practical effects in it. Mm. Um, I don't just any type of movie like this from that time period. Like I said, there could be like a hundred different ones that I could have picked from that. Like, you know, independent movie scene that got picked up by some of these companies and they're all pretty bad. Dave Parker though, man, like he has done some really good shit though. Like, I mean, that may not be one of them, but I think yeah. he did that masters of horror documentary that we liked as well. I think he was, I think Mike Mendez and Dave Parker both did that. I'm not shitting on Dave Parker in general, but yeah. he also did the screenplay for house of the dead. <laughs> Oh God, did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we still love you, Dave. Come on now. Hey, I'll just for Hills Run Red, because to me, I need to go back and revisit that. That's a great modern slasher movie. There should have been more of those. Right. Instead of hatchet sequels and shit. That's true. I would have rather had Hills Run Red to Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. wasn't there I, I don't think he did it but there was another slasher that came out around that time where hills run red came out that i thought was pretty decent i don't think we ever got a sequel i don't even know if we got a blu-ray but do you guys remember it took place in like a movie theater i think it was like maybe a clown or some midnight something do you guys remember that movie at all midnight movie wasn't it? i don't know maybe it was uh i thought it was pretty cool though it took it was like a slasher movie that took place in a movie theater that's all i remember and I, I just remember it. having the DVD. It had like a lenticular cover or a slip cover on it. Um, but it was another one that came out around that Hills Run Red time that I remember having those two in my hand and being like, these are pretty cool. Um, no, it wasn't drive through I do like drive through That's a real cool movie if you guys haven't seen that. Maybe it was Midnight Movie. It could have been. Movie, a spring knife thingy. It could have been Midnight Movie, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, looking at his career, though, man, like he hasn't really had that many opportunities 2000 was the dead hate the living. They did the masters of horror documentary in 2002 and then nothing until Hills run red in 2009. And really he's just done really low budget movies since then. Unfortunately. Yeah. Hmm. So. Who's next? It's me. Uh, I actually saw this pop up a couple times in the chat, so I'll throw it out there right now. Zombie strippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot all about that. With Jenna Jameson. We got, you know, we got that true. You know? I 100% remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got it. It's the Blu-ray back there. Oh Actually, God. you know what? Oh. Ryan, Ryan Atkins was right. It was amusement. Yes. Joe trolling again. Oh, oh shit. Dollar Dead discussion. <laughs> so man. what year was that, Garrett? I remember we did review it back in the day. I this remember it being was... bad. This See good here. 2009, 2008, 2008, I think. Oh, shit. 
It's got Robert England. Robert England did a lot of bad low budget. I think, stuff I think Tito Ortiz is in the head. He is Tito Ortiz is in this. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when they were dating those two. Him and Jenna Jameson, uh, I think, were dating at that that's time. That's a combo right there. So the strippers right. turn into zombies in this, and I yeah. don't really recall much else about yep. it. Yep. Jenna Jameson doesn't even get naked in it, does she? Uh, I don't think she does. And I remember we were I talking about remember. that in the review. I'm like, that would be completely pointless. <laughs> that might be if she didn't get naked well, in somebody it. remind us on here, but I don't think she does. I, I don't think, remember. I think the other strippers do. But not uh, not Jenna, you know they couldn't pay her enough. Remember, there was another one she was in around that time, a horror movie. Was it called like Evil Breed or something? Oh God! Remember yes. that one she did? <laughs> Evil Breed: The Legend of Sam Hain. We reviewed that as well. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Do you wish? Do, do you still have all those, or did you guys get rid of them? Are they in like your? I got rid of that one. I'm pretty sure, unless I've it's got. In... Because you must have some some killer ones like just buried in there of like stuff that you like never thought you'd ever talk about again. Any screener that we ever got, I've still got in storage. That's that, funny. Yeah, I thought we sold a bunch of shit at shows and stuff. Didn't you bring stuff to sh- shows and sell it? Some some of it, but I don't think it was a whole lot. Mm. Like we couldn't give most of that shit away. <laughs> That's true. So I've got. Well, technically, it's three more movies, but it, they're all in one box set. And to set it up with you guys, back in the day, for deals and everything, the big deal was deep discount DVD is what it was called then, would have 25% off sale twice a year. So during that time, I would make a wish list of stuff that I wanted, and these three packs were always in those lists and i ended up getting almost all of them that they ever made because it was such a killer deal and shriek show is what i'm talking about boss oh shit i think i've got this one and this is technically a this is zombie pack two. Oh, oh you have two right there damn it zombie pack gonna... two <laughs> electric boogaloo baby i I have Zombie Pack 2 in the other room, but I, I brought this one. Well, up. Zombie Pack 1's got some crappy movies in it as well. I, I just it's... had this laying around. This wasn't even <laughs> Oh, wait. That's go- That's the one with Flesh Eater in it? I took the yeah. wrong one then. I took yeah. the wrong one. Well, that was the first one that I was going to talk about on here because... <sighs> Poor old Bill Hensman, Bulls. This is from 1988. <laughs> and this has a 4K... This is on 4K, this movie is. So with the popularity in the mid-80s, Return of the Living Dead was a gigantic hit. And they were all wanting to get that next big zombie movie. And Bill Hensman thought he had it with Flesh Eater. He didn't have it. The poor fella did not have it. (laughs) He didn't have it. The funniest thing about this movie, though, is, and if I'm not mistaken, he is the only zombie in the whole movie. Uh, it's it's Bill Hensman, the flesh eater. The he's again sort of reprising his role in Not a Living Dead, kind of. But in this one, he hollers like a pirate, Uncle Bill. Do you remember this when he comes after people? It's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to have a gimmick of some kind. That had to be it. <laughs> he hollers and carries on and everything, and that's just. To me, that's comical. I'm like, what in the hell? And I remembered that. I remembered it. Now, 
it is almost like a zombie slasher movie in a way. Wouldn't you say that from what you can recall? Like it's, yeah, it's Bill Hensman versus a bunch of teenagers in the woods. So That's in that respect, it's kind of fun, but man, it's like, oh, damn. What's funny though about that in this pack is, is that the other two movies in this are actually kind of classics. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say that. Oh my God, I would. You got Burial Ground, Knights of Terror, and you've got Zombie Holocaust in here. Well, I would I say want... Burial Ground, maybe, but Zombie Listen, Holocaust. If I'm not is mistaken. Bad. It and Zombie Holocaust. Um, Dr. Butcher. In Dr. Me. Butcher. Yeah, that's a classic, too, man. Like, that is, this is an excellent pack, except for Flesh. It is. Books. No, it's, it's a good, like, back in the day, like, you could get that box set for $20 or something like that. It's, it's a good, entertaining set. And there's one scene in this too, which I went back and rewatched some of this just to, you know, remind me of it. So he rips a girl's heart out through her belly in one scene, which I fucking died laughing. <laughs> I was like, he reached like in and up. I'm not the smartest. No, he didn't even do that. No, he just went straight he just through it right out of her belly. Physics. Um, but flesh eater. I mean, I would say I would agree. It's got maybe some charm to it at least like you can tell that they had fun when they're making it. It's not a well-made movie at all, but it, it does look like it was shot on film. Uncle Bill, oddly enough, uh, from what I saw. So, uh, <laughs> did you get the 4k? Did you no. get the 4k? That? No, no, I did not. It's going to be out of print soon. You got to get the 4k. Uh, I'm hoping it'll make to, uh, you know, black Friday. Don't you dare fucking buy it, Garrett. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'll pull your heart out. I, have, I haven't watched that DVD in a long time. Ugh. It's bad. So, what's next? What you got, <laughs> I mean, I do have Zombie Pack 1 here. I took this one out. So, it's got Killing Birds on it. We know that's a big mess. Um... I don't remember Zombie 3. Zombie 3, much. 4, and 5. I don't remember 3. 3 was the one that Bruno Mattei <laughs> took over for like half of it because Fulci like left. And it is a mess. Um, and then 5 is... 4 is killing, after death. and then Killing, killing birds, birds is 5. 3 yeah. is the best one, right? 4 mm. and 5 are pretty awesome. 3 might be one of the best, worst zombie films of all time, actually. Like just awful, but great. Like at the same time, we got a lot of love for Flesh Eater, by the way. Well, we'll see we didn't get that 4K. People ain't got no sense. <laughs> ah, Flesh Eater. Ah. I was looking it up though. Uh, Bill Hensman passed away like in 2012. I didn't realize he'd been dead that long. I didn't either. I thought it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's been 11 years. Hmm. So, Uncle Bill, anything else or Garrett or I'll, I'm done. I mean, unless you got, wanna... I got more stuff over here, but it's well, more yeah. like just random stuff that I grabbed and I, I don't even. This isn't even opened. I this this is not even opened. I've never seen it. What is? I was it? just gonna ask if you guys knew about it. Zombie Zombie Town. Zombie Town. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even open. Look, I never have seen it. I just saw it sitting in my rack. Anybody zombie know anything about Island. Zombie Town? No, I've never heard of that one, I don't think. 
but uh, anybody in the chat has any more zombie movies you want us to bring up we can talk about them i've got like a short list of stuff that we uh do you guys know anything about this uh image did it it's a two disc thick box set i don't know anything about it, it says it's got three versions of the film it's called raiders of the living dead does anybody know anything about this? i think i have heard of that isn't that um joe diamato or something like that isn't that one of his uh i'll tell you right now dick Doesn't fits say. well with a super chat redneck zombies comes with the soundtrack i actually have redneck zombies on my short yeah. list that's a trauma movie I like that movie too much to put it in like the worst. It's goofy. Yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, it's bad. Yeah. But. A couple of people have brought up some that are really, really bad though, like Bone Sickness, which I do remember watching. <laughs> bone Thickness. Woo. And hey, uh, you're feeling bad. You got that bone <laughs> thickness. Yeah, it, it doesn't raise the living dead star, the kid from the toy. Uh, I don't know. There's a young kid oh, right here. God. Redneck zombie yes, sure looks like him. a shot on video. I don't know if it was. We mentioned Survival of the Dead earlier, uh, Heavy Metal Turtles. You have to go back and check that out. So another Bruno Mattei movie we can mention on here. We just recently did a commentary for it, so a lot of people know what me and Uncle Bill think about it. But do you remember um, Hell of the Living Dead, Garrett? Of course. Yep. Is that the way? Is that the one that's got all the Dawn of the Dead music in it? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way that that's in my worst. That's in my like best worst. I was going to bring that up but then I'm like, you know what? I, it's it's so bad that it's kind of funny, you know, right? so I didn't I didn't bring it to the table. Well, they're, they're shooting at this little zombie kid for literally like 3 or 4 minutes straight too, which is hilarious. And then Bruno <laughs> Mattei in an interview said that he wanted to make a more lighthearted Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> You just shoot at a kid like for five minutes there's nothing lighthearted about that movie at all everybody dies <laughs> spoiler alert so it's like not no what i consider lighthearted um another one that a lot of people talk about on lists i don't own it but i think we watched it i was talking to uncle bill about it called the uh, children of the living dead from like 2001 mm -hmm. and I know we, I think you had a VHS of it or something back in the day and we watched I it. I think so. Yeah. And it is bad. Like it's really bad. I think it's so bad that even John Russo wanted to distance himself from it. God, oh, that's saying something right there. Cause he's made a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, Corona zombies. I have not seen that one. I'm sure it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, it's a waste of $12. Um, there's another one that's totally un-PC, but that's the name of the movie. It's called Retarded. Uncle Bill, you remember that one? <laughs> Never saw that. <laughs> Swear to God. No, there's a couple. There's a couple. What, the sequels? There's another uh... one that's called Special Dead. Oh, God. Never seen either one of them. Oh, what? actually, so I'll let you guys finish. Go ahead. Sorry. We might have to review that. That's all I was going to say sometime. Now, Rambo Rat, I have a list here, and I wrote on there Army of the Dead, and I didn't, I don't own it, so therefore you know I what? wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna bring it up because I was like, I don't own it. Number one, number two, I'm like, a lot of people might disagree with me on that, but I thought I, of that one too, though, man, because I was like, 
But you I don't own it because it. it's not on anything. I don't yeah, know. it's just Netflix, I think, wasn't it? Like, they made I don't it know. I, I, I didn't like it at all, so I was like, I'm not going to buy this thing. It was. I did a review on it probably right when I started my channel. I think it was like one of my first reviews, but I thought it was not good at all. It was a piece of uh, shit. Like It was like everything about that movie is awful. Like, Well, it was Zack Snyder. So it's like Zack Snyder doing like a a zombie film. Like I thought the only good thing about that movie was Dave Bautista. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was okay in it, but still, he, I mean. But he didn't have anybody else. Like, if they went further with the special, you know, his team of people, and they actually got named people almost like the Expendables or something, like his group of, you know, mercenaries or whatever you want to call them to get the jewels uh, out of the casino and, or whatever it is. And, man, better. and this is totally noticeable in this movie. So they replaced one of the main stars of the movie because he got into some sort of like sex scandal or something like that. And they digitally put in another like comedian really? in his, in his place, that Tig Notaro character in it. Like hmm. the woman that's just kind of like the wisecracker that just kind of shows up. Yeah, at random yeah. times and doesn't do anything. Yeah. That's all digitally like placed in that movie to where his scenes were supposed to be. And I was just like, Oh my god, it's bad. I, I mean, the the idea of having zombies in Las Vegas is a cool idea, but I just feel like it was just not my style of zombies. Like it was like the fast, like C super CGI. You know, they were talking to each other. Was... There was like a zombie king and all that stuff. Like, it's just not my style of stuff. And it, again, I only saw it that one time when it debuted on like Netflix or whatever. But I haven't seen it since, so I don't remember like a lot of the details on it. Was it, ba- what was it based on? Was it a, like a graphic novel or comic I think book it or was, something yeah. like that? I believe so. The concept of the movie, I think was really good. The idea, like the plot and everything. But yeah, the execution was, was not that great. I think that that's one movie that should be remade and they could do it a lot better with a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have this one over here and I don't, I don't know. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> it's called ah zombies. I don't, know if you guys remember <laughs> no. I don't remember this. I was like looking at the back and it looks really bad, but I'm like, I don't remember this at all. Um, but it says a hilarious twist on a on classic zombie tales. So I'm not sure much about it, but it did win some awards. But I don't remember this sticking with me. So I don't know. So I guess you guys haven't seen it. It was it was a weird time in the in like the early 2000s for movies like this, yeah. like t- between 2000 and 2015 or something. There's a lot of uh, random zombie movies. Do you remember uh, the Quick and the Undead? Pro wrestlers versus zombies. Is that a real <laughs> movie? Yes, it is. Is it really? Oh yeah, oh I think I remember. It's like Shane Douglas in though. I, I think, think so. Doug- yeah. I think I do remember that. Hold yeah, on, yeah. let's look it up. I'll look it up. What about uh, Aggie? <laughs> oh, I watched. Uh, I watched Dark Side of the Ring today. Shit, I, I was going to watch it. I've got it recorded in there. Is it good? Two thousand fourteen, y'all. Pro wrestlers versus zombies. It's got Roddy Piper, Jim Duggan, Matt Hardy, Rebby Hardy, which is Rebby Sky. What? Shane Douglas. Oh, man. Yeah, so they're playing themselves? A bunch of like independent wrestlers. It looks like Kurt Angle. Yeah, they're all playing themselves. That's killer. I'm going to have to check that out. Boys. Yeah. Pro wrestlers versus zombies. 
What were you saying though about the the dark side? I, of the ring? I mean, it was good. I mean, you know, it was a lot of stuff we kind of already knew about them, their relationship and stuff. But it was nice to to hear them get a lot of praise. Like they praised Sunny a lot as far as like her early career. And uh, it's sad because you talked. They talked to Jim Cornette, and he really felt bad and felt like people were exploiting her especially and and she got really heavily into drugs and he was he's the one who brought them in the business and he said you know from a distance he could see everything falling apart and he felt really bad like he wanted to try to get them better because he said they both could have been huge stars if they were treated right and stuff and uh but it was it was kind of nice to hear you you get to talk they talked to uh candido's brother who was there for a lot of the stuff and you know, I just love the way they do things where they have like the, you know, where you, you it's the shadows of you see like the guys that are supposed to be the other wrestlers. And there's like Shawn Michaels guy like smoking a cigarette, like sitting on a couch with like Sonny all over him and stuff. But you see it like in a shadow. So it's like people playing them. Right. So it's kind of it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I'm uh, glad that show's back, though. It was one of my favorite shows. Mm, I took a yeah. couple. I think it was a couple of years off. But um there's a lot of those episodes that are coming up. I'm looking forward to though, the man. doink episode. That's going to be huge. Bam, bam. They got bam, bam in this. In oh, this wow. One. Yeah. I, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even remember. I didn't even hear what the episodes were going to be. Oh year. yeah. So it's like the Graham family, like Eddie Graham and all them. And, um, they got bam, bam, Bigelow. They've got, um, shit. Like what were some of the other ones? Did they um, ever do one on Yokozuna yet? No. That would be a good one. But what uh did, did Bam Bam have a have a crazy story or anything? What was Bam Bam's deal? Yeah, I, well Bam ahead. Bam, um, I think he rescued a kid like not long before he passed away, he rescued some kids from a house fire or something like that. Um, but as far as like I think he had substance issues and stuff. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but we'll mm. find out, I guess. But uh, definitely like he is he is he in the Hall of Fame? I can't remember. He definitely deserves to be. I think he's, he along with Vader, two of the best big men of all time. Mm. It's so, funny because I remember as a kid buying the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines and there was like an article in there from Japan where they were the tag team champs. And I was like, that just makes so much sense. Like, why don't they bring them over as a team, you know, to WEF or whatever, like back in the day? I just thought that was really cool that they were a tag team in Japan with like all these belts and stuff because I just felt like they were very similar you know when it came to how they worked and all that stuff i always thought it was so cool too that's uh one of the i think it may have been the second snake eater movie bam bam bigelow is actually like the villain in it (laughs) lorenzo (laughs) llamas movie or whatever i remember really yeah yeah he acted Uh, in a couple of movies but um anyway so this is killer listen to this this is the this is the list episodes so you got doink the clown of course Mm -hmm. Adrian Adonis, Marty Janetti. No, <laughs> that the, one's going to be the world according to Marty Janetti. <laughs> yeah. I think is the name of it. Oh my God, Magnum TA, which I didn't even think about. That'd be a great one too. Uh, Junkyard Dog, Abdullah the Butcher, and Bash at the Beach, two thousand. Oh God! So yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah. That's interesting with the junkyard dog one because I didn't know anything about him, but I was I'm wondering if they're gonna take the other route where like maybe he was treated bad because of his race. Because do you remember I don't know what they're gonna do? You remember what? all the stuff with him and Valentine and all that stuff? Man, yeah, there was all kinds of stuff like, <laughs> well, around that brutal. time period. The big thing about junkyard dog is though, in like mid south, he was the top guy. Yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. and this was around the time when Vince was just buying up all these guys that were in the territories and everything. And, you know, JYD was popular. He was definitely a popular character, especially in that, like, you know, mid eighties era. He was one of the characters in rock and wrestling and, mm-hmm. but he never was the main event guy. They didn't, I don't think he ever even had a belt. They never gave him a belt. No. As a kid, he felt bigger of a star th- than he was. Cause I mean, I didn't, I only watched WWF until about 1989. And then I found WCW, but, um, junkyard dog was everywhere but on my tv i felt like like he was on rock and wrestling his ljns were readily available he was the one that like everybody had it was like him hogan and iron Sheik. like every one of my friends and myself had like those ones were always the ones we were playing with and um i just don't ever remember seeing him on tv until like he went into wcw in like the late 80s or something for like a small little he put run. on like a ton of weight too yeah think, yeah he came out and they made a huge deal like look who's here and i was like oh wow that's cool like uh junkyard dogs there and i didn't really see him work in the wf that much because i really only started watching wf very hardcore was probably wrestlemania 4 mm-hmm. it was probably like yeah, where by I that point really he was hard. already done yeah sure mm-hmm. the um he did have substance issues as well, JYD. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll hear more about it. Abdul the Butcher. Um, I actually met Abdul the Butcher back in the day when he had the uh, barbecue restaurant in Atlanta. And the the craziest thing about it is he was the nicest freaking guy, like wrestling guy that I've ever met. There's nobody even close. Hmm. Um and that was just, it kind of took me by surprise because if you see his character in the damn ring, he's crazy yeah. with the fork and he's going to jab you with it and everything. And so, you know, the thing they're going to go into about him though, like it's, <laughs> they, they have, got to. Yeah. 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 That's going to be the big thing with that as well as like, he was not good with money from what I understand either. Like he lost basically all of no, his He's money. pretty much broke. I think right now. Yep. Resident Evil movies for the show. We need to have Anthony on. That's those. see, but that's kind of like they're just all so generic that they all run together for me. I don't even think they're bad. They're just super like average and just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's kind of like trying to you know talk about each wrong turn or each uh, underworld or something like. A lot of them just yeah. blend together for me after part two or whatever. So that's why I didn't bring them to the table. Bog Zombie. I like George the Animal Steel eating turnbuckles and whatnot. Now that was yeah. George the Animal Steel was one of the first characters I really loved as a kid. And I think all the kids loved him because he had the little stuffed animal mind. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. that? Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I don't know, it was just like a he was almost like a walking cartoon character. There were a lot of those back in the day, I guess, though. His whole like um program with the macho man was still so killer yeah. that was like one of my favorites <laughs> where he liked elizabeth uh, or whatever yeah he did a great job with i mean they both did an amazing job with that i actually watched they've got an a and e show as well the the what is it called wwe treasures or something like that yeah where, i mean it's it's scripted as hell but it's still fun to watch because you get to see all this memorabilia that they track down or whatever and they did an episode on Brett the Hitman Hart, and it revolved around the WrestleMania that I was at, WrestleMania 8. So he was his big thing was he was missing his first leather coat that he wore at WrestleMania 8 with Hitman on it and everything. 
and legit, like, I don't know how scripted the show is, but when they presented Brett with that uh, jacket, he had no fucking clue that they'd found it. You could tell by the look on his face because like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the history behind it and everything, but he looked like completely shocked and like he was getting ready to cry and shit. Hmm. I mean, if you can get him, if you can get Brett emotional at this point, you did a pretty good job because he doesn't really seem like he gets uh, too emotional nowadays. He's just very like straightforward and, you know, blase. Yeah, but that's a fun show, though. I like that. Fucking Goldberg. Dude, I don't know what this is, but I need to know now. The Zombie King <laughs> with oh, Eddie God. Furlong and Corey failed. Oh, my God. I need that. Gangs of the Dead. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, we would have so to many. research these movies out now. There's another one that I found over there called Pot Zombies. <laughs> that's from, like, 2007, 2008. Yeah. Oh, where God. it's a special kind of weed, and I'm sure I don't see old Curly Jaws in here tonight, but he'd be all about this movie. Where uh, you know, it turns you into zombie, Uncle Boo, if you smoke it. An ingenious idea. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's kind of like uh, Killer Bong, except with zombies. Remember, there was a horror movie around this time called Shrooms or something. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet that's a classic too. <laughs> <laughs> One of the dead. I remember that name. Yeah. I did too. And then we talked earlier before we went on stream about Flight of the Living Dead. Yeah. Flight of the Living Dead. There's so many, um, you know, as far as the, the bad zombie movies. So, I mean, this may be something that we bring back each year because we do – you know, these May of the Dead shows pretty much, you know, all month long every year. So it could be a possibility, you know, since. Uh, of the Dead is almost over. What do we have? About 20 more minutes. Until it's over with. Yep. Yeah. So anybody in the chat has anything else you want to talk about, throw it our way. But uh, Garrett, you've got a bunch of stuff coming up. You want to promote it, get it out there with a rad pack. And yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. The rad pack one year, uh, anniversary super show is going to be on the rad pack YouTube channel. So make sure to go subscribe to that because it's a new channel and, uh, we want people to get over there. Definitely go check out that show because we will have a lot of special guests popping on and, um, it's going to be a fun time. So I know a lot of people liked my 1000, live stream that i did we're going to kind of set it up almost the same way we're going to have a pretty cool theme for it and um you'll see some familiar faces on there so definitely go over to there that's the big one we're working hard on it we're still working on it right now and it's going to be on saturday night june 17th that's the big one and then if you go to my channel born to be rad it's just i'm going to be just spitting out a little bit of content to uh just keep the channel flowing until uh my court date in june so you know <laughs> ain't that bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hope to see you guys over there one fun thing that we do have coming up that we should just go ahead and mention on here because garrett has been paid off for this well he, he will be paid off mm -hmm. and people have brought this up ever since like i don't know how long oh, ago this yeah. was so and we're not doing no no animal cruelty free version either that's not part of it you got to do the full-blown turtle <laughs> decapitated version of cannibal holocaust live fan commentary that is coming up for uh june 
It's part of the deadpit.com cruel shum, cruel summer series. <laughs> so Garrett, you gotta be yeah. looking forward to that. You know, I will tell you guys this though in the chat, because I they people donated money for us to do this. Um I saw I've seen Cannibal Holocaust one time in my life, and uh -oh. I said I will never watch this thing again. And it's been sitting on my shelf on DVD ever since. I never got rid of it, but I was, didn't. I had no plans on ever watching this thing ever, ever again in my life uh, until now. So, yeah. Speaking of which, it's odd that Alfa Romero brought this up because there is a limited edition shirt, a limited edition Turtle Power shirt <laughs> that's going to be coming up just in commemoration for that show. So that'll be fun on shop.deadpit.com. I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a sale going on this weekend or not, but that shirt will set the world on fire. I'm just going to say that. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle. I'll make sure I have a world Ninja turtle. turtle stuffed animal next to me the whole time or something. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Cannibal Hall. I think Cannibal Holocaust is a classic though. Really? I mean, it's got some very offensive stuff in it. No doubt. But I think it was one of the more innovative Italian movies ever. What do you think, Uncle Bill? I completely agree. Like it, uh, whether or not you're grossed out by it or whatever, like it's like a modern kind of classic movie. And the music in it as well. I know TJ was mentioning the. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> one of the only movies that I ever watched where I really felt like that it was like real like the stuff going on and it was real and they, it had that you know it's supposed to be a found footage movie but every found footage movie i've ever seen like i never really got the feeling that it was real except for that one like that really feels like shit's happening that shouldn't be happening St stuntman mark put an emoji of a turtle with like an axe coming at it <laughs> i was gonna see if i could let's see where's that at what what are you gonna do oh no I'll do anything bad. No, I can't find it. No, I'm not doing nothing bad. I want to behave, oh. Garrett, because we want you to get your monetization. <laughs> yeah, we don't, want, we don't any more trouble. But I was going to show the uh, a sneak preview of the Turtle Power shirt. I don't know if you guys can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Which that that is the Cannibal Holocaust font, by the way. Yeah, that's funny. So that's a that's a must own. This camera, I have to fix it every time. So. But yeah, guys, um, anything else in the chat real quick, let us know. But uh, Uncle Bill, you've got a new series starting. Is it this Monday or what day you do this? Yeah, we're going to do it on Monday. So coming up this Monday at uh, 10. And then every Monday after that, it's going to be uh, Uncle Bill's Tour of Italy, which is like going to be a different unsung Italian filmmaker that's not Argento or Fulci or anybody that anybody really knows. Well, up first, we were just talking about him. It's Bruno Mattei. We're going to be talking about, you know, rats, hell living dead, cruel jaws, shocking dark, like all the awful oh, no. films that he did. And you've been rewatching all these, right? I've been watching all of them. They're all on Tubi. So been rewatching all those films in preparation. And then, you know, I'm going to have like a different co-host each week. So this Monday, I'm going to be co-hosting with Radkins everybody's favorite and then i want to do the claudio you know, for grasso you're gonna do claudio for 
And then, you know, I'm sure we'll do like Joe D'Amato, Mechanic Sawavi, you know, just some more of the. You should make, you should make like a, you should get the FBI shirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to find yeah. a version of staying alive. That'll be the, <laughs> the theme song for the, for the poopy show. Avati, baby. Yeah, we can do the, the poopy Avati episode. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun stuff. And again, you know, the, these shows like this, I don't think we've done a show together like this in probably a month and a half. Like as far as these rundown shows and everything, so next month, last year we did the first, and I don't know what date, it may be later in the in the month. And there's been a couple of people do something similar to this, but we were the innovators of this shit. So the the horror physical media hall of fame, the second annual is in June. So that's one show that I think we're going to and that's where we'll each pick two classic releases, physical media's past, and induct them that night. Well, it's going to be huge. Wow. You know what? I should go back and watch that because I literally have no idea what we chose last year. I don't either, but that's always fun to go back and yeah. because, yeah, it's it's almost like I don't remember any of it. But <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, what would I have chosen for that? So, um, yeah. And I think finally, and Stuntman Mark will be happy to hear this. We're going to, the other big one we're going to try to do is the complete history of Arrow Video year one. <laughs> you keep telling him that. He's not going to believe you. <laughs> He's just going back. No, I promise, Mark. We're going to try to, no. I want to send you the list of releases and everything. Because Mark, I think, has a lot of the early, early stuff mm. um, as well. He's got a box set that I didn't even know exists. It was like a Dario Argento box set. Hmm. from arrows first couple of years and i was like i didn't i've never even seen that before buddy that guy's got shit you would not believe like some of the stuff he shows on there when we're doing those streams and stuff i have no idea where he, he gets it from some of the places i've never even heard of like overseas like some of these editions of these films i think uh mark is a hoarder that's why he uses that green screen because he doesn't want people to see stacks <laughs> it's just yeah. mounds of stuff yeah <laughs> Jamie Hart, happy birthday coming up. Happy birthday, uh, Jamie. At least, you know, if you're turning 50, you're still going to be younger than Michael Felcher. He turned <laughs> 50 like last week. So at least you can say that. But yeah, happy birthday for sure. Um, but yeah, guys, I guess that is it. Stuntman Mark, get ready, boys. It's finally happening. Arrow video year, year one. We'll get to year two in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i mean definitely appreciate everybody we've had well over 150 people in here all night so um we appreciate it stay tuned to both channels born to be rad.com and of course the original horror talk radio show over at dead pit
difference in the man I want to be and the man that I really am.